535, heading south to Laredo. About to pick us some pounds so we can make us some queso. No luggage in the trunk, just me and Saki. Headed back down to Texas, now we serving these beans. The show is about to start. Hey, welcome to the I-35 Sports Connection. It's your boy, AAA, riding solo today. Mila's off on vacation in Tahoe, wine country, sipping, spilling, you know, whatever the heck she's doing. But I'm going to give you your Cowboys preview in a show that we're calling The Pit Stop. So basically, it's going to be a show, 10 minutes or less, dedicated to the Cowboys game, or hey, next week will be dedicated to the next game. We'll have another one for the Chiefs. We'll have probably do one for the Stars, but basically it's a quick 10-minute or less video uh, that you can listen to to get you prepared for the game so you can also sound intelligent in front of your friends. But let's start off with the biggest thing for the Cowboys and the whole Mike McCarthy era and one of the keys to the game. So we hit it on a last episode, but I also want to bring it up again. New coach, new system, new year. And this is a season where COVID pretty much canceled a lot of your offseason program and your offseason workouts. And you saw in week one, the NFL first year coaches struggled. The only one to actually get a win was Ron Rivera in Washington. And that was probably the unlikeliest one. And you also saw it with teams that had a new quarterback, too. You know, they struggled as well. You know, look at Tom, Tampa Bay with Tom Brady. You know, they were the the synergy was off on there. The timing was off. Uh, Cam did well, but also. If you notice in that Patriots game, they ran the ball a lot more with Cam rather than throwing the ball. You know, one new offense, timing's going to be off with the receivers, doesn't have that, you know, built up relationship. And Belichick's a smart guy. I'm going to use his strengths in week one until we get that offense digested. So you look at that to, to look towards, you know, week two. You know, will this trend continue? How long do the Cowboys need to be practicing before it's no longer new, before they're in their rhythm? Uh, You know, I I think it's probably going to take three, four weeks. So, you know, you're going to be stuck behind the eight ball again uh, in, in this game where you're going up against a veteran Atlanta Falcons team. You got a coach on the last year of his deal, you know, trying to save his job. You've got a veteran quarterback who's not too far removed from a Super Bowl type season where, you know, 28 to three almost almost came back or almost should have won a Super Bowl. And then you've got just an outstanding wide receiver crop, you know, with with Julio and Calvin Ridley. So it's going to be interesting and, you know, adding, you know, Gurley into that mix as well. Terrific hand. So it's going to be a matchup kind of nightmare for the Cowboys defense and also you know not the team you want to face when you're dealing with an inexperienced secondary as well so let's talk Cowboys Falcons what we got both teams own one both teams need this win Falcons coming off that last to Seattle where Seattle basically just aerated the Atlanta Falcons defense so if you're a Cowboys fan you know that's got to be good news to you you've got probably the best wide receiver court in the NFL one through three so you really want to see the Cowboys instead of how they started off in the Rams game trying to establish a run you want them to establish the pass early test this Falcon secondary because you're going to be able to expose them the key thing is can you protect Dak long enough in order to take advantage of a secondary that you should be able to feast on so Tyron Smith banged up probably is going to play. So you're going to have that same type of inexperienced line. Don't know if Collins is going to be able to go. Doesn't look like it. But what can you do to help Dak? And this is where Mike McCarthy, he's an old school type guy. Maybe you look towards Shanahan and what he was able to do with Jay Cutler. 
bootleg, 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 bootleg Dak. Give Dak pass run options. You know, you start the game with a couple bootlegs. Let Dak run a little bit. Force the force that D line. Force those linebackers to not always commit to sprinting towards Dak. You know, let them worry about that a little bit instead of like, oh crap, we can't just rush after this quarterback or he's going to run on us. You know, let's worry about him trying to hit people over top of us. And then the second thing that you know the Cowboys are going to have to do is. C.E. Lamb is going to have to kind of take that Blake Jarwin or what you were hoping Blake Jarwin was going to do. That middle of the field area, destroying that region, you know, let C.D. Lamb run wild over there. You know, use him in all those situations where you would have used Blake Jarwin. Let him become your new Blake Jarwin as far as taking advantage of the middle of the field, that, that 10 yards, 10 yard to 15 yard area. Let him dictate that zone and, you know, still keep Cooper going up top, keep Michael Gallup going deep, but let let C.D. Lamb feast in the middle because if you can get him on the run on a slant, he he can break a tackle. He can take it to the house. So you really want to take advantage of that. Now, the Atlanta Falcons they do have a very good D line, and if you remember that last Falcons versus uh, Cowboys game where Chaz Green pretty much olayed everybody right to Dak, it's something that you're worried about, especially with with Garrett, you know, coming off of that that left D line and. and you know, with Jones blitzing a lot for the Atlanta Falcons. Those are the two guys you kind of want to worry about, Garrett and Jones, and then obviously McKinley, if he could ever finally reach his potential. But this is a this is a type of game where, like, I know Cowboys fans hate Dalton Schultz, but maybe you utilize him because if he is really, truly more of a blocking tight end, you know, not necessarily a pass catcher, then put him in there chip do something slow down Garrett especially if you notice your lineman starting to get beat and if that's not the case well when you run Zeke out on a on a route let him chip you know you're gonna have to share the load defensively because if you refuse to put Dak in a bootleg situation or if you refuse to let Dak have that run past option then this is the only way that you're going to be able to protect him so six minutes in we're going to keep this under 10 minutes so let's go through the keys to the game number one set up the pass Set up the freaking pass in this game. Get some motion going as well. Pass, pass, pass. Don't go out there in a three-wide receiver set and just run off of there. Put some motion in there. Move people around. You can take advantage of the secondary, so why not confuse them before the snap? Second thing, let's utilize... Zeke Elliott in in a way that he's not utilized as much. Get him in the passing game. And if you're not going to utilize Zeke in the passing game, let's utilize Tony Pollard. You know, I, I... Great hands, shiftiness, and if if you're not going to put CeeDee Lamb kind of taking that Blake Jarvin role in the middle, next best option is going to be Tony Pollard. If you're not going to use Zeke in that option, get him involved in the passing game, especially where you would utilize a tight end in that middle of the field area. Use one of these guys. I prefer you use CeeDee Lamb in that position, but if you use Tony Pollard or Zeke, I'm going to be happy with it as well. Third, establish a screen game. You, You saw how well it worked against your team against the Rams did it tremendously against us you know it really stopped Demarcus Lawrence it stopped Alden Smith you know yes they were getting pressures but every time they were running up the field Rams seemed to have a perfectly timed screen game why not do the same thing especially against a Garrett and Jones in Atlanta work tremendously and it'll buy Dak some more time so those D linemen those linebackers they don't automatically sprint to the quarterback every down if you start beating them with the screen game they're going to be more hesitant getting off of the ball, and you're desperately going to need that, you know, with with Steele at one end, with Connor Williams, with Joe Looney, you know, with a banged up Tyron Smith, you're going to need that. So 
those are very important things you need to do offensively. Now let's shift it defensively. Defensively, you're going up against a wide receiver core that rivals yours. You know, you're not going to be able to stop both Julio and Calvin Ridley and then also get, you know, Todd Gurley coming in their their screen game and their passing game, which Gurley's traditionally been one of the best, you know, receiving running backs in the league. Luckily he's a little banged up <laughs> with his knees, but you're you're gonna have to kinda pick your poison with this one and it's gonna be a bend but don't break situation. Now, if you can get to the quarterback, you can really start to utilize this. So this is where, you know, yes, Atlanta has a first round pick starting at every single position in their offensive line. But this is where Demarcus Lawrence, Alden Smith, you're going to have to feast a little bit because while they do have a first round pick in every single position, Chris Lindstrom and Caleb McGrady, second year players, not quite who they need to be yet. You need to feast over there. And the best way to do that is you're going to have to stunt your line. You're going to have to stunt your D lineman, stunt your D lineman, get them moving, get those, uh, get those matchups that favor you. You know, these, these second year players are not used to that, especially the people of the caliber of an Alden Smith, of a Demarcus Lawrence, you know, get them moving. So if you can stunt your D lineman, get them moving, just like the same thing on offense where we're talking about getting motion, get that going, then you can really help your secondary, you know, bend but not break. But if you give Matt Ryan time to throw, he's going to break your secondary. He's going to break your team. So I think the key defensively is can you get pressures? Can you pressure Matt Ryan? You got to move around those D linemen. And this is where you're going to hope that Jalen Smith can actually come down and, and, and blitz real well. And if it's not Jalen, send Joe Thomas. You know, you need to get in Matt Ryan's face because if you give him time to pick you apart, he will. Hope you enjoyed the pit stop. Uh, we'll be doing this before every Cowboys game, every Chiefs game, just to get you guys ready. Peace.